Chapter 84 The chief occupation of this assembly, and in my opinion the most useful, should be to work on natural history following the plans of Verulam. Christian Huygens, Letter to Colbert, Oeuvre Complète, La Haye, 1888-1950, Volume 6, pages 95-96. The vicissitudes of the six groups were not confined to the search for the map. In the first two pieces of the message, those in the hands of the Portuguese and the English, the Templars probably referred to a pendulum, but ideas about pendulums were still hazy. It's one thing to swing some lead on a length of cord, and quite another to construct a mechanism precise enough to be hit by a ray of the sun at an exact time and place. This is why the Templars calculated for six centuries. The Baconian wing set immediately to work and tried to draw to its side all the initiates whom it made desperate efforts to reach. It is no coincidence that Salomon de Caux, the Rosicrucian's man, writes for Richelieu a treatise on solar clocks, and afterward, from Galileo on, there is furious research devoted to pendulums. The pretext is to figure out how to use them for determining longitudes. But in 1681, when Huygens discovers that a pendulum accurate in Paris is slow in Cayenne, he immediately realizes that this discrepancy is due to the variation in centrifugal force caused by the rotation of the earth. And after he publishes his Orologium Oscillatorium, in which he elaborates on Galileo's intuitions about the pendulum, who summons him to Paris? Colbert, the same man who summons to Paris Salomon de Caux to work on the tunnels beneath the city. In 1661, when the Academia del Cimento foreshadows the conclusions of Foucault, Leopold of Tuscany dissolves it in the space of five years and immediately afterward receives from Rome as a secret reward a cardinal's hat but there is more. In the centuries that follow, the hunt for the pendulum continues. In 1742, a year before the first documented appearance of the Comte de Saint-Germain, a certain Meyrin presents a paper on pendulums at the Académie Royale des Sciences. In 1756, the year that Templar strict observance originates in Germany, a certain Bouguet writes sur la direction qu'affecte tous les fils à plomb. I found phantasmagorical titles, like that by Jean-Baptiste Biot, in 1821. Requis d'observation géodésique, astronomique et physique, exécuté par ordre du Bureau des Longitudes de France, en Espagne, en France, en Angleterre et en Écosse, pour déterminer la variation de la pesanteur et des degrés terrestres sur le prolongement du méridien de Paris in France, Spain, England, and Scotland, and referring to the meridian of Saint-Martin. And what about Sir Edward Sabin, who in 1823 publishes an account of experiments to determine the figure of the earth by means of the pendulum vibrating seconds in different latitudes? And the mysterious Graf Feodor Petrovich Litka, who in 1836 publishes the results of his research into the behavior of the pendulum in the course of a voyage around the world this under the auspices of the Imperial Academy of Sciences of St. Petersburg. The Russians, too. And what if in the meantime a group, no doubt of Baconian descent, decides to discover the secret of the currents without map or pendulum, relying instead on the source, the respiration of the serpent? Salon's hunch was right, for it was more or less at the time of Foucault that the industrial world, creature of the Baconian camp, began digging underground systems in the heart of the great cities of Europe. It's true, Belbo said. The nineteenth century is obsessed with the underground. Jean Valjean, Fantomas, and Javert 
will come bowl, all that coming and going in sewers and tunnels. My God, now that I think of it, all of Vern is an occult revelation of the mysteries of the underground. The voyage to the center of the earth, twenty thousand leagues under the sea, the caverns of the mysterious island, the immense underground realm of the Black Indies. If we drew a diagram of his extraordinary travels, we would be sure to obtain, finally, a sketch of the coils of the serpent, a chart of the leaves drawn for each continent. Vern explores the network of the telluric currents from above and below. I collaborated. What's the name of the hero of the Black Indies, John Garrow, close to Grail? We're not ivory tower eggheads, we're men with feet on the ground. Vern gives even more explicit signals. Robur le Conquérant, R.C. Rosy Cross, and Robur, read backward, is Rubor, the Red of the Rose. <laughs>